Hey guys, this is Seth Henniger with the Varsity Radio Show, 88.5 JFM. Welcome to the best two hours of radio all week in Marshall County. And standing beside me is the bearded, bald-headed wonder from down under my good friend, Jamison Fowler. Hey there, hi there, ho there. For the record, I'm sitting. He is sitting. Standing makes people nervous. That's right. He looks, he is dressed in ham... Burglar attire, if you've ever seen. <laughs> wow. Sassy Wiggles just stood up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Also in the studio, you, the red-headed unicorn, Sassy Wiggles unicorn, Brad Hudson. I am standing in the studio. <laughs> and I'm I am. Nervous. You he, should be. Huh? And he is not dressed like the hamburglar. Mm-hmm. Also, <laughs> uh, yeah. Six stripes here, Jameson. That's right. Anyway... <laughs> I'm blinded over here. Okay, where's Waldo? My okay. beauty. <laughs> anyway. My beauty does that to people. Yeah, so anyway, beside me, the man who makes it all happen, the one that brings the graphics, the sound, the music, everything great that happens this show, Steven Spiegel. Hello, everybody. How you doing today? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, for a good show. Also in the studio, we are just, we are just honored to have Kay Moon. Kayla Moon. In the studio from JSU, she's in here. We're going to have some athletes from Douglas, and the Connor Reese will be making his entrance any minute now. Yes. Hey, before we go to memes, uh, before we go to memes and we talk about who gives us food because they're amazing, Mm -hmm. uh, I'd like to uh, talk about something. (laughs) We got this uh, helmet right here. See, there we go. Okay. We got this helmet right here. Uh, we gave it to our original media person that does Brad's job at the very beginning, Olivia Kane. And she made us like the coolest varsity football helmet, didn't she? Uh, Steven? Yeah, it's amazing. Coolest. I was really surprised. That's I mean, an absolutely awesome killer one. job. I yeah. mean, any football player would be proud to wear that. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, anyway, we have, we just want to say thank you to Olivia Kane for mm-hmm. doing that. For oh. For still loving the varsity, even when you're gone. We appreciate you. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, and another thing we're doing uh, today, we are doing a uh, a bracket of our own. We ask our athletes all the time about sports movies, and so we're going to do a bracket on our Facebook page. We're going to have a Facebook poll, and the Facebook poll count for a vote. That's uh, right. We will all in the studio get a vote. There will be several people in here, and then the Facebook poll will get a vote. Your vote um, matters. Your vote determines what could go on to the next round versus what will not. That's right. So, go to our Facebook at Varsity Radio Show on Facebook. About to release the first poll. It is number our number one seed, the Rocky Series, yes. versus our number 16 seed, a game of their own. That's right. Mm-hmm. Go vote. Hey, also, we want to tell you about the place that that's, has the greatest pizza on the planet. That's a league of their own. In the, a league, yeah, of their a, own. a league, not a game. Sorry, mm-hmm. a league. Also, another play, another place in a league of its own. Mm-hmm. Marco's Pizza, absolutely. With salads, desserts, subs, sides, beverages. They are located at seventy three sixty Highway four thirty one, Suite eleven, Albertville, Alabama. In the shops of Albertville, their phone number is two five six 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 zero five six six six, and they are also located. On the internet at marcos.com. Mm-hmm. What a great option for pizza. Hey, 
we want to talk about some memes that my good friend Brad, Brad did not let us down this time, and he, he posted... <laughs> this time. <laughs> Brad, yeah. I, opposed to the times that I usually let you, them down. You know, most of the time, the unicorn is clutch, so just saying. Anyway, the first meme, and I thought I just appreciated this, because Brad's trying to solve the world's problems here. He's trying to eliminate national debt. He... Shrek movies on average make $283 million U.S. dollars, meaning the U.S. national debt of $22 trillion could be solved with 77,739 new Shrek movies. Hey, all we gotta do is get DreamWorks cracking on some, uh, about 78,000 Shrek movies, and... You know, they have a few, they have a room for failure there. It's yeah. funny you mention this because they're actually talking in the media right now that they're bringing back Shrek. Again. Yeah. As they should. Yeah. I and leave that ogre in his swamp. I'm sorry, <laughs> but stop. How many minutes? Ma- like, every time four, Dream, right? Dream, DreamWorks doesn't know what to do, they're like, well, let's go to the, the if cash Dream, cow if DreamWorks, and milk it a little harder. If DreamWorks isn't working on a Despicable Me movie, oh. they're working on Shrek. Let's work yes. on, a, on a donkey movie, right? Donkey. Yeah. Donkey. I'm now, okay with that. That I approve of. I want Donkey to be in a movie where he goes and ends all the Transformers movies so they can't <laughs> do it any. Stop it. Michael Bay, no one cares anymore. I agree. We don't care. I agree. How many How many ways can you make Transformers Good happen? Lord. Like, and I, anyway, the first one was fantastic. Why ruin a good thing? They've beat that horse to death. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, <laughs> meme number two. Meme number two, and I appreciate this so much. Brad posted this, and I almost fell out of my chair laughing because this happened to me and my wife yesterday. <laughs> And, Stephen, I don't know if you've ever been in this position, but I have more than I want to tell you. Oh, yeah. And, uh... Oh, yeah. I don't even know how to read that, but it says, Toddler Shaga Shaga Gert. Dad, what? Shaga Scott Gert, right? Yeah. Dad, pause, pause, pause. Mom from the other room. He wants yogurt. He wants yogurt. I know. You know, I know you, I know you're like, that never happened. It happens almost every day of my life. Steven, have you been there? <laughs> yeah, I have. Mothers have the gift of interpretation. Joe, yes, do. I needed it then, honestly. I'm like, Joe, what did our son just say? He says he wants this. I did not get that out of what just came out of my son's mouth. Anyway, uh, who is fantastic? My son, Josiah. He's amazing. I see the Connor Reese. He is incredible. He's about to enter the studio. And then the last one. Go ahead and let him in. I want him to interpret this meme. Go ahead and put the my, the headphones on, my friend. I want you to interpret this meme for me. Because me and you, I think we can relate to this. Man survives a Kodak bear attack with a twenty, just with just a twenty-two pistol. The friend he shot in the knee was not as lucky. Mm. <laughs> what do you think, Connor? Yeah. Because there's no way I'm outrunning any friend of mine. I know, right? <laughs> you got to take out the friend somehow. You know, Connor, that's me and you. I think we're the the one being, you know, the friend. I feel like I don't want to be proud to of that. Somebody. That means he's going to shoot you. Yeah, you don't want to be my friend in that situation. I'd also no. like to point out, uh, I don't know what kind of bear works for a photography company, uh, but it's Kodiak bear, yeah. not a Kodak yeah. bear. There you go. Anyway... <laughs> I guess because I see the no bear, is, that. there's lots of memories associated with the bear. It's a Kodak moment it uh, is. when he shot his friend. It's and very terrifying. Eaten. Hey, we're going to go to a song, and we will be back with the man, 
Connor Reese. All right, I got a brand new one for you. It's from Impact called Grateful right here on the Varsity Radio Show. All praises to the God above. Not a little, but a lot of love. You won't have it, everybody does. But the little I'm giving is not enough. In the studio, we have one of my favorite people in the whole world, Connor Reese. Welcome home. How are you, man? I'm blessed. How about you? You are home. I know. You are home. I've missed y'all. I've missed being in the studio. It's been a while. That's right. It's been a hot minute. That's right. This studio is Connor's home. That's for sure. That's what I think. If y'all would have put a bed in here, I'd sleep here. I believe it. It is a nice room, actually. It's comfy. That's right. It has air conditioning and heating. Yeah. Right now, we don't need the heating. (laughs) (laughs) So We came in here, and we were all like, it's so hot. You missed that part. I did, but I'm glad it's cold. <laughs> I'm glad it's cold in here. I'm a, big, I'm a big guy. Me and you both. Yeah, I understand the struggle. I understand the struggle. So it gets very warm quickly. Yeah. So Connor, tell me about two things, major things going on with you and FCA right now. Tell us what we need to know, man. So uh, next Tuesday, next Tuesday, April second at six fifteen p.m., we are having a uh, home team celebration at the uh, VBC in Huntsville in the North Hall. And so what what our home team celebration is, it is a night that we have uh, once a year uh, for people that partner with us financially. And so this year we're having it again, this this coming Tuesday, um, and we're having Charlie Ward come out and speak. Big Uh, deal. Yeah, big deal. And so uh, last year we had Benjamin Watson come speak, and so... Uh, Charlie Ward's going to speak, and so for this uh, event, it's really, again, it's just for people that partner with us financially or people that might be interested uh, in partnering with us financially. And so if you're interested in that, go to northeastalabamafca.org, and uh, you can find out more there. And then one other thing that we have coming up, and it's big in this area, is we are doing a Marshall County Fields of Faith, and we're going to do that. Come on, somebody. Yeah, we're going to do that at Albertville. Uh, high school at the Fine Arts Center, and nice. again that is going to be April seventeenth, um, which is a Wednesday from five thirty to eight. And so, uh, the reason we're doing it on Wednesday, we're not trying to rival any churches or anything. We're just trying to create an an event for churches to come together and for the community to come together. And so, Adrian Dupree, I think is how you say his last name. He's coming to speak. He was a chaplain at uh, South Carolina for years, uh, especially when Steve Spurrier was there and stuff. And he's spoken a couple of things for us before, and uh, he is a very great communicator. So he's he's very good. And so that's that's a couple of things we got coming up that we're looking forward to and we're planning. So I, I had uh, he's he's got the position at South Carolina that's my dream job at Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I said the one time I, I would leave without even praying about it would be, would be if uh, I got a call from the Alabama Athletic Department to be the chaplain. Uh, <laughs> if you need to pray over it, nah, yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I prayed over that You'd when be I was the football ministry. team's chaplain. Go yes, <laughs> yes. Spend a lot of time with our kicker. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he needs a lot. Hey, man, of can I pray over your leg like Where, where's every the, day? Where's like, our kicker? I don't know. The chaplain's washing his feet. Like, <laughs> time this week. I don't know what's going on. I don't don't understand. (laughs) Y'all know we need that, though. That's a sad piece. That's why we're laughing. We know it. He's going to have the cleanest feet (laughs) in the NCAA. (laughs) 
That's awesome. As long as he starts making field goals, we yeah. know miracles happen. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> if Holy Jesus water. can make mm. the lame walk, maybe he can make the lame <laughs> kid. <Jesus> come, <laughs> come on with it. Come on. Come on, somebody. Anyway. So. Pray for his eyes. Pray for his feet. <laughs> All abilities that he has been given. And his strength. <laughs> yes, Lord. Yes. <laughs> If we we only have one one uh, struggle at the University of Alabama, it's for sure the kicker. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> and apparently it's it's also you know stopping Clemson because that's also that. true. That's also true. It's the so, long hair kid. Yeah, sunshine. Trevor, Trevor sunshine. Lawrence, sunshine. sunshine. No, we don't. Lord Farquaad in a football helmet. We couldn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I just got I'm real. Not, okay. I'm, I'm not bitter. I promise. I say, I, I think, oh, I'm, I'm bitter. I think, <laughs> I think someone is holding something in that needs to be let go off there. Okay. Yeah. I, we need a pillow for that's, someone to scream in. That's there. right. Thank you. <laughs> Screaming pillow. Connor, were you screaming in a pillow that night? Uh, yeah. 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 I Actually, I, was, I didn't have the pillow. I was just screaming. I just, I was just Mine was just raw, unfiltered scream. I, I, I screamed things I had to repent for. Uh, hey, we were all looking at that TV like... Like, seriously? Where is our team? I, where stopped, is our- I stopped watching it after we ran that fake field goal where it's like, we have a five-star quarterback holding the ball. Instead of throwing it to somebody, we're going to run right into the teeth of the biggest defense other than us in the country. <laughs> yeah. All, Way to go. All Auburn fans right now are like, we're a basketball school. <laughs> oh, come on with it. And we're like, we know, guys. We've been trying to tell y'all. Football's not your thing. That's right. This You're guy, right. This guy You're hostile right all very quickly. Glad you yeah. found it. This guy hostile very anyway, quickly. Anyway, hey, we are... Uh, <laughs> Don't get mad because it's true. <laughs> no. So, Connor, tell them how they can find anything and everything about FCA. Again, just NorthAlabamaFCA.org. Uh, or you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We're on all those. Um, and on, on social media, you'll find us under Northeast Alabama FCA. And so that's all the ways. Fantastic. Hey, you, you want to be a part of everything they do. Amen. Uh, we've been partners with FCA for about two years now. Yeah. And every event I've gone to that FCA does is top quality and just amazing. So much fun to be at. I never regret going. And so thank you for being here, Connor. Absolutely. And so, hey, we're going to go to some music. Before we do, I want to tell you about something else that's quality. Marco's Pizza. They have salads, desserts, subs, sides, beverages. Located at 7360 Highway 431, Suite 11, Albertville, Alabama, in the shops of Albertville. You can call them at 256-660-5666. Music? All right, I got MDSM with Kerosene right here on the Varsity Radio Show. And now, today's clutch moment. Alright, I was pretty excited about this this one today. Uh, it's it's special to me. I, I just want I wanna first and guys y'all understand this. Uh, I wanna first talk about school fights. Okay? Uh, how many of you have seen I'm asking everybody in the studio, how many of you have seen a school fight happen? Raise your hand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I, I'm going to basically describe every school fight that ever happens, okay? So, okay. Ju- I'm, I'm going to try to combine it and uh, to make a point here. Uh, and so, in a fight, right, it generally, my first fights that I ever saw were in junior high. I, I remember being at A-Rub Junior High, Brad. You you were there, probably. Also, uh, y'all had a new gym. We were in the old gym. And Not at the same the, time. Right, no. Yeah. So at, at the old gym on the outside, everybody would get their 
I used to say this surge. They have them again at Burger King, right? Oh yeah, the surge in there. Right, right, the right. green soda. Yeah, 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 the green one. It's like it looks kind of like Mountain Dew. They would get their surges, and then we'd come outside, and all the guys would basically be in a circle talking. Wait, and everything. did y'all have surge at school? Yes, yes. This was this was <laughs> what pre, kind of world this, did you live this in? This was pre Michelle Obama taking away all the good food. I lived okay. pre Michelle Obama. So, okay. We never had <laughs> yeah. soda. My yeah. parents wouldn't yeah. let me have surge because they thought if I drank it, I would I'd go to hell. Like right, you remember this, Stephen? Oh yeah. So, so we had this Tasty. in school. Okay, so. In saying that, I wasn't trying to be political. I'm just saying we had, like, food that you probably can't eat now. Uh, So, in saying that, what would happen is some guy would get mad at another guy, okay? And I don't know about you, but most of the fights that I've seen, they don't just start out with people just, like, coming out of nowhere swinging at each other, right? There's usually chatter before. Like, they they start, your mama's so fat, and you, you know, like, and... Uh, your sister, that you know, and they start throwing these. Le- you know what I'm talking about. There's this. I feel free- like homeboy wouldn't be throwing hands if it wasn't true. He just got mad, right? But you understand what I'm talking about. So there's this pre-talk fight, right? Mm-hmm. You don't generally like just walk up and hit somebody, right? Not generally. Right. Not, generally. Not generally. Not generally. There's, so, there's build-up and there's planning. There's yeah. talk right, about it. Right. And if the administration shows up, it's because I knew about it beforehand. That's right. I was the reason the, pr- the principal was randomly always you there. <laughs> I'm going to get beat up for saying that on the radio, but I was I was the guy. You know what, Brad? You're already out of school. He's going to so. get beat up. The administration Mr. Cooper was in the guy's now. bathroom during fourth lunch. But here's the point. He knew. Here's the point I'm trying to make. So, this pre-talk, right? Man, every bully I've ever met tries to intimidate you, right? Yeah. And and he and he yells and he screams and he he wants to scare you before he starts swinging or before you start swinging because let's be honest, they don't they don't really want to you don't really want to fight. You just want to you want a mouth fight, right? You you want to talk through your words. Yeah, you want to bump your chest up. Right, right, really... right. Act big yeah. and bad. <laughs> Until the fists start swinging, Hold right? Hold me back. Hold me back. But yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. let me say this. Too many Christians have been talking and not swinging. Mm. Too many Christians have have looked at the devil and the and the enemy of our lives and treated him just like I, you know, God, I'm going to overcome this this week. Look at me, devil. Today, I'm going to I'm going to take you down. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And we have been more talk than we have been action. And so I, I wrote this sermon this last week, and now we're calling it a clutch. But Jameson was there when I preached this. But I want to call it war cry. And what is a war cry? It's a call made to rally soldiers for battle or to gather together participants. In a campaign. And first off, I want to make this statement. Ephesians 6.12 states it. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. We, whether you like it or not, are in an all-out battle with the enemy. And we always will be. A battle for the souls of our friends, for our family, for our world. And God has placed us in the fight to actually fight, not just speak to the devil. Mm. Not just speak to our enemy. Not just tell him what we're going to do, but to do something. 
and actually swing. Now, I'm not telling you to go to your school and fight. That's not what I'm talking about. But I am telling you to... fight not against flesh and blood. Right. I'm telling you to fight against... There's a fight in the spirit. If you're a Christian, there's a fight for your soul, and you got to start swinging. So insight's in the battle. Number one, we must ask God for insight. Now, there's this cool story in the Bible, Brad. I'm going to tell it in segments, but it's found in 2 Kings 6, 8 through 12. We're not going to read it. I'm going to tell you about it. And there is this king... Uh, he is the king of a land called Aram, okay? And he is against Israel. And so what he does is every time he makes a move, every time he tells his soldiers to go somewhere, there's this guy named Elisha, not Elijah, Elisha, that God speaks to and tells him the plans before it happens. And what does Elisha do? He goes to the king of Israel and says, Hey, king, the king of Aram is going to go to this place. He's going to do this place. They're, they're going to ambush you here they're gonna do this there they're gonna do and so what happens is the king of aram's mad because some he's like which one of you among me is a traitor right which one of you told the israel what's going on and he said and, and and his official said to the king king listen none of us told what's going on elisha the prophet knows and has been telling and he knows even what you've been saying in your bedroom in secret. And he's been telling that. That's a big deal, guys. Let me say this. You may or may not be to blame for what happens to you in life, but either way, you are the only person responsible for doing something about it. You're it. And what I'm saying is Elisha's in this moment, and, and God gives him insight on the enemy, and he uses it to his advantage let me ask you this, guys. Why do we need God's insight in the situations going on in our lives? Uh, hello, because God knows what's going on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. God yeah. knows exactly what's happening, exactly what's going to happen next, what you're in, what you're thinking, what what the whole spiritual battle taking place around you. God knows, and God has already won. Yeah. And, you know, that, that that's like... Duh. Like the all-powerful, omnipresent, um, all-knowing God that created the universe knows it all. Is on like personally with you. Yeah. So, I mean, and he's he sees everything that we can't see. Um, he also sees things about us that we can't see. I mean, we there may be a a, a particular enemy that we're trying to fight. Maybe it's a it's a, it's a particular sin or something or a, something about us that that we struggle with and that we want to improve on. And we're we're just we're sick of the devil having victory over that part of our lives, and we're we're wanting to fight that fight. Yeah. And uh, sometimes, I mean, God knows you better than you know you, and God sees everything. And That's um, good. I feel like there are times where God will be like, you're not ready to fight that part of the battle yet. You need to let me handle that and right. show you how to fight the battle so you can win and you don't end up, you know defeating yourself in the process right that's good listen to this uh inside in a battle number two your enemy will always try to intimidate you second king 6 13 through 15 he's talking so we're progressing in the story guys and here's what happens the king of aram gets mad right mm-hmm. and so he sends the entire army of aram are you getting this brad he got, entire he got real mad. army yes sir of to what to capture the prophet Elisha to take him. So homie wakes up. Elisha wakes up. And there's the entire army of Aram outside of his house. 
Hello. Not what you want to wake up to every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his servant is right beside him, like like the prophet's servant, and he says, Oh, and like he wigs out like any <laughs> normal <gonna> die. <laughs> like any normal individual would, right? Like right. so he's wigging out like we're gonna die. This is terrible. You know, what are we gonna do? And he's <laughs> he's wigging out. And I, I'll answer that in a minute. But why let me ask you this, because I every every bully I've ever known Every fight I've ever seen always starts with something I call intimidation, right? If you can be intimidated, then you can be defeated before a fist is ever swung, Mm -hmm. right? And then you live. Here's here's the problem with being bullied around and, and, and being intimidated by your enemy. Then your enemy owns you, right? Yeah. You're bullied, whether you like to admit it or not, they own you, because when... When you come into school, you may duck behind a locker. And when you come into your classroom, you try to sit on the other side of the room. It is an intimidation factor whether that person can beat you or not. The devil works the same way. If I can intimidate you, then you're useless. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And so let me ask you this. Why do you think the devil tries to or wants us to be intimidated? Because he hates us. Yes. Why does he want us to be intimidated? Uh, because if, like, like, like you're talking about, if he can win the battle before before it's time to actually fight the battle, he doesn't have to fight. He could already he's already taken you out. Yeah. I mean, you could even extend this into you know you have to have your mind right and your mind uh, set on the things of God before you go into battle. So you're listening to God's voice and not the enemy. Because if the enemy's mouth is moving, he's lying. The Bible says that Come he's, on now. that Satan is the father of all lies and there's no truth in him. So when things come on. That, that come against you that make you feel worthless and like you're you're not going to make it and you're, there's no point in fighting, that's the enemy. And you have to just push that away and recognize it for what it is and and do do with that what you do with all the other garbage in your life. You throw it out. Yeah, and you just you turn you tune your ears and your eyes uh, to the Father and and just be in the Word, um, because that because that's the truth. Yeah, and um, the truth of it is is that we're made more than conquerors. That that God has already Jesus has paid for our victory. We we fight when the devil doesn't want you to know that you fight from a place of victory. Because once you know that... Because that's not, that's not intimidating at all. It's not. No. That's no. the opposite of intimidating. Right. You know, it's it's like being up by 50 points in a football game and that one smart aleck kid that still wants to talk trash to you from the other team... <laughs> I'm better than you! Right. You know? <laughs> once you figured out which side of the scoreboard you're on, it's a lot easier to fight. Right. Right. Yeah, right. And, and he wants to intimidate us because he wants to win. Yeah. And he wants to win on the other side that we are. Yeah. So... He's on. He's on the opposite side that we are, and the intimidation factor um, is a is a powerful thing. And if you're not in the right place, if you're caught off guard, um, then you're going to find yourself on the wrong end of the intimidation factor. Mm-hmm. That's good. And so, God, and Satan wants to use that to discourage us and get us away uh, away from the pack, away from away from God. Mm-hmm. So good. Uh, I want to use this quote: "True champions know that pain is seasonal; it'll eventually pass." Pain is simply the passageway to promotion. Mm. Think about that. That'll preach. Pain is simply the passageway to promotion. I don't know if you're out there. If you are listening to this radio, you've gone through pain. Mm -hmm. If you're listening to this radio, you've had somebody or something try to intimidate you. 
pain is seasonal. It may be temporary, but it's your passageway to God's promotion for your life. And point number three, I want to say this. If you will fight, God will give you dominion mm-hmm. and victory. So here's how the story ends. Second Kings 6, 16 through 23. This is a good story, guys. I like this story. God, Elisha prays for his servant, Brad. He prays for his servant to see what Elisha sees. And what happens? All of a sudden, Elisha's servant sees fiery chariots and angels mm-hmm. all around this enemy. And what does Elijah, Elisha, instead of getting scared, what does he say? He says to God, he says, God blind this army. And immediately God blinds the entire army. Elijah walks out of his house and he says, hey, follow me. He takes them in the middle of Israel, Israel's capital, where the king is. And says, okay, open their eyes. They open their eyes and they are caught. Mm-hmm. They are caught. It's game over. And these guys are wigging out. And the king of Israel says to Elisha, hey, should I kill these guys? He says, no. There are They are uh, prisoners of war. Give them food and send them back. And they left them alone from then on out. Check that out. That is a cool story, right? That's one of the coolest stories in the Bible ever. So God wants to give us dominion. What is the definition of dominion? We may have heard it. We may have thought about it. It's sovereignty or control. Also, the territory of a sovereign, uh, sovereignty or a government, right? So let me let me tell you this. God has already given you the place that you're going to walk. Mm-hmm. God has already given you your school, your household, right. your friends. Yes. And here's what we learn in the Bible, right? You got Mo, you got Moses, and Moses didn't make it to the promised land, and the whole time God's like, you know, I'm going to give you dominion, I'm going to let you own this, but you're going to have to fight for it. And then, then Moses doesn't make it, so what does he do? He turns to Joshua, and he says to Joshua, I'm giving you the land before you walk into it. Be strong and courageous, but you're going to have to fight for it. Mm-hmm. God has given us the land, but that means we have to take action. We can't just say, oh, we're already, we've already won. You may have, but you've got to take it. You've still got to move forward. True commitment boils down to a heartfelt promise to yourself from which you refuse to back down. Let me ask you this last question. We're going to move on. What would you do in your spiritual walk if you knew you could not fail? Man, that would be absolutely. Wait, it's the truth. That's what's going on. Yeah, exactly. Boom. So <laughs> with now, I was being like kind of a no, no. Dramatic what are you, right you going to do? I understood. I understood that there. that is that's yeah. reality. Um, you know, we need to we need to start living like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not living like this. No, we got. We have to start living like this. And like, like Jameson mentioned earlier, we are fighting from victory. The victory was won on Easter Sunday so many years ago. Yeah, that was won, and we're fighting from like with that behind. Like that's that's happened, and we're fighting just to to finish the job. And yeah. that's that's when when Jesus will come back and finish the job. We're fighting towards that. So that's mm-hmm. good. But that's yeah, and I mean. You you have to be willing to fight for it when you don't feel like it, because mm-hmm, you um, want. Something and I mean, else. I'm as guilty of this as anybody that's breathing. 
I mean, you know, we talk about how God has already given us the victory. He's already given us the land. Our part in that is meeting God halfway and just fighting for it. Anything worth having is worth fighting for. And I mean, I believe this is something I feel like God has been stirring up. Um, I know in me personally here lately is, you know what, this is this fight is one. I need you to go take this. You know, it's um, it's been just it's a it's been a personal you know conviction for me this week. And I mean, it's you got to do it when you don't feel like it. Uh, I, I know I've already said that, but that just kind of keeps coming up to me. You may not feel like a winner all the time. You may not feel like you have victory, but that's why we don't live by feelings. We live by faith and we live by, you know, what the Lord says. Uh, because your feelings can lie to you just as much as the devil can. Um, because the fact of the matter is, whether I feel like it or not, there's people around me that need what I have inside me. And um, if I'm not going to stand by and let somebody else do my job, so I need to, to to man up and just walk in the victory that God's given me. It's good. That's good. So, today, uh, we are just so glad that you listen. I'm just telling you out there, quit letting the devil beat you down. Mm-hmm. Start living like you've already won. Yeah, it is. Talk like, no, talk like that, yeah. We have some that. some really cool people in here. Ansley, Willoughby, and Brock Biddle. How are you guys? Good, how are you? This is not Ansley's first time. Mm-mm. You still say my name wrong. Ainsley. Ainsley. <laughs> I give up. So, so to guess like, interview one. over. Okay. <laughs> so Ainsley has been here uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, not that long ago. Yeah, I don't. I must, I must not have been here. Yeah, you weren't here. It was okay. just them too. All right. She didn't disappoint. She was very much fun. Uh, but this is Brock's first time here. Yep. And uh, they are representing Douglas Eagles Tennis. Yeah. 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 So let me ask <laughs> yes, you this, my good friends. Who would you say is your favorite professional tennis player? Um, Serena. Ah. <laughs> I figured that was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't really watch a lot, but I've watched a bunch of Serena Williams. Yeah. So, so you want to play like Serena? I'm kind of like scared to yeah. not watch her because I feel like she'll know it and then she'll come trap me down <laughs> and beat me up with her tennis racket. I'm just going to be honest. I think Serena could beat us up there, Jameson. I feel like Serena I, could beat anybody else. Yeah, she can beat anybody else. <laughs> I, I, I feel mildly intimidated by her, just to be honest. So, I, mean, uh, <laughs> I, I just, you know, if she would have been in, you know, if, the, if she would have been in the Avengers movie, Thanos would, would not have stood a chance. I agree. Infinity Gauntlet or not. <laughs> I agree. I agree. So, Brock and Ainsley, you're both juniors. Sir. And this, have y'all started tennis yet? Oh, yeah, we're almost yeah. done. We have like three regular five, season. Five. Three regular season and then county and section left. All right. How's things going? Well, not so good for the girls, but yeah, the boys are doing pretty good. I think good. we've only lost lost twice, and we, I don't know how many we've won, but a we, lot. Yeah. The girls lost all... We lost four in our lineup last year, so that only left two of us. So we're having to rebuild our team. Okay. So it's been kind of rough. <laughs> Rebuilding year. Nice. And what you don't understand, tennis is way harder than it looks. Yeah, oh, everybody's yeah. always like, oh, it's so easy. You're just being a whim. Steven, have you ever played tennis? I've tried, and I've failed miserably. <laughs> so me and my wife thought, hey, let's... Well, you know, we could play tennis together. That would be fun. So we go to the thrift store. We buy the <laughs> nicest... <laughs> 
<laughs> nicest rackets we can find there. We wanted to make too much of an investment. <laughs> oh. If we're awful. You know what? You had, that is exactly our logic there. So yeah. we were thinking, you know, if we don't like this, then we're like $2 in here. So, yeah. you know, $5 tops would buy the tennis balls. So that's, that's what I did with golf, and now I love it, and now I have to go spend money right. because all of my clubs are horrible. Well, let me tell you, I never spent more than $5 on tennis because it's way harder than it looks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and me and my wife, it's harder just to keep it in the... To keep it going? Yeah. 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 And keep so, it in the lines. <laughs> wow. It's yeah. actually a really hard sport. And it. I know some of you are probably laughing out there, but it, it it's a workout. Yeah. It really is. People say you don't have to run a lot. But yeah, you really but do. Oh my gosh. you're running the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like giant ping pong. I mean... Well, at one on. point, I'm sweating to death. I'm yeah. like, oh my God, when's it going to be over? <laughs> yeah. So... Um, Have you ever just, like, let a ball drop just so that the volley will be over with? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Whoops. I missed. (laughs) Yeah, so tell me your most memorable match. Um, Mine was county tournament last year when I played Boaz. And the girl beat me during regular season. And I beat her good during county season. <laughs> she said I beat her good. <laughs> Ainsley came back with a vengeance. She, I did. Like Serena. Anyway. <laughs> when it mattered, she said. That's right. Yeah. Uh, mine was against Etowah this year, and I was playing a guy that played football, and like everybody on the team was like, oh, you're going to beat him, you're going to beat him. And then I got out there, and I started playing really bad. And he got up 3 nothing, and then it was 3-1, and then... I think it was like 6-2, and I came back to beat him 10-6. So. Wow. Man. Quite the workout. Yeah. yeah. Quite hard. the workout. That is when you're down, and then you got to come all the way back up. Yeah. You just have to believe in yourself. to like. You just have to keep your head up and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, Ansley, you uh, won county for doubles in tennis, the first team in Douglas school history. Yeah. How I'll, did that feel? That was great. Um, our doubles team won, and then our whole team won. Like, as a whole. So, that was just great because, like, the past girls team has been, like, pretty good. They've been to state and stuff, but that was just awesome to go to to win county as yeah. a team. Yeah. And so, this has been a good year for you, mm-hmm. bro. This is my first year in the lineup. Nice. Yeah. So, and you've really enjoyed it? I do enjoy it. You do enjoy it. And uh, what's your favorite thing about the sport? I like the running. I just like to run, and I like running around and trying to like run down every ball and get it over when like if the person i'm playing they hit a good shot and they're like oh he's not gonna return that and then i go over there and i just hit it back and it's a good feeling i like to run or words i don't usually yeah. hear <laughs> <laughs> like um do you guys like if you've ever watched tennis on tv do you guys do the dramatic dramatic? No, breathing? I know exactly what you're yeah. about to say. Yeah. <laughs> like all these French people, like yeah. we'll joke about it. Yeah. In, practice. in practice, we do it all the we'll time. We'll joke about it. We'll go. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor does it good. Yeah. So that doesn't that does that ever happen? Taylor, in a match? we're gonna try does that ever happen out. you in a match. You I mean, just stop and look at the other guy like for real. Like, <laughs> I haven't done it, but like when you're really tired, it's hard not to just go. It up. just comes out. You don't oh. even expect it. It just like. It's just it just happens. Yeah, sometimes yeah. I have that issue, but it's it's not with you. Did it the other day? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, anyway. you did the noise. Yeah, I didn't mean to. I was just like, it was it was before I hit it too. I was just like, oh, I have to go get the ball, and I right. I mean, I did it. Ansley, be honest. You do this like every match. 
No. No. Right. It's <laughs> I can't stand it. Be scared of me. <laughs> I can barely watch people on TV because I can't stand to Just hear it. Watch it on mute. So, yeah. so if you can't do that, can you be a professional in tennis? That's my yeah. yeah. All, you gotta, all you gotta do is breathe. You don't have to yell. Have you ever seen Serena do it? Mm-mm. I mean, I haven't. I mean, like she'll yell if there's like a foul yeah. or if like a good foul. shot. Yeah. She will also <laughs> beat up I mean, the yeah, ref. The chair, they'll call like a foul. Will they not. Uh, I mean, that's the lawn jokes. Fault, not foul. Yeah. Yeah. No, my yeah, bad. Fault. Got the wrong word there. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean there's no foul? Yeah. Anyway. She's pretty intense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I felt really I felt really bad for that one like judge that she started screaming at this last year. Like, oh, I she saw was, that. Like, started pointing at him, and I was like, mm-hmm. that man better be glad he's elevated, because it would not have ended well if it would have been ground level. Yeah, Steven is showing us Serena Mil- Williams' dispute overshadows. Well, like... Final it, what? She's mad. Well, she had every reason to be, to be honest with you. This uh. this was a horrible call. Oh, yeah. Hmm. So we're watching. It's 14 minutes. We're not going to get the bah. final on it. <laughs> bah. 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 Okay, anyway. Uh, <laughs> she has a belt. Oh, yep, there's a little anger in her. Just a little. I think she's gonna beat somebody up. I I would not I mess with her. <laughs> well, let me ask you this, guys. So, um, because we've got s- about seven minutes to go with you. Uh, let me ask you if you could spend the day with anybody in your sport and learn from them. Who would it be, and what would you want to learn? Definitely. I mean, obviously, Serena. Just because I, w- I just want to like you want to learn how to beat people up or no no, no, no. <laughs> like just be is get like just pointers on how she does what she does l- yeah like learn how to be that good like, yeah she is that know. good she's very intimidating not that I don't want to get that mad but Mom, yeah <laughs> she's referring to Serena slamming a racket yeah she just broke her racket um, so <laughs> she probably put a dent in the court I mean yep she yeah, boom so. like that. <laughs> She just threw down on that court. That was that was quite the spectacle. I know? mean, like breaking up a tennis racket like that's not easy. You know, she's filthy rich. She does. She's got another yeah. five. She anyway. got like six in her bag. Yeah, right there. in her bag. <laughs> uh, anyway, so what would you say your favorite thing is, Ansley? I, I asked uh, Brock, but what's your favorite thing about tennis? Um, just the people I play with. Honestly, like yeah. half most of the people that I play with are my best friends. Like them two right there, they're just. My best friends that I could ever have, you know. Fantastic. Yeah. And okay. So, what is your least favorite drill or thing that you have to go through in tennis practice? Goodness, the warm-ups. Warm-ups. What is so like? Where we, we just do the same thing Talking over to you and over too, again. Bro. Crab walks. Crab walks. What? Yeah. Coach you made us do it one walk. time. Yeah, yeah, he made us do it one time. Like it was raining. And we had to go inside in the gym, and we and we ran, and we did drills the whole time. And he made us do crab walks, and I almost. Yeah. Just, yeah. Well, that was I just the, like a two-time thing. Yeah, so. but <laughs> it was too hard. When yeah. y'all complained enough, he didn't make you do it again. Yeah, he yes. hasn't, he hasn't done it yet. Well, that was nice of him. Yeah, I think he got uh, tired of the when it's raining. Yeah, we have practice. He probably, he probably also got a, a he probably also got tired of us whining about the two practices. Oh, yeah. Inside. Yeah. Well, speaking of your coaches, like. I mean, we obviously like making you guys do drills and uh, the crab walk is your least favorite thing. But what is what is the your favorite thing your coaches have taught you, um, whether it be about the mechanics of, of tennis or just about 
something about life. What what is it? For uh, when I was playing that guy during Etowah, when I came back and beat him, Coach Miller was down there <clears throat> with me. Well, he wasn't on the court because you can't do that. But he was at the <laughs> fence, and he'd always just tell me to like, he'd give me a strategy on what to do, and I'd just go out there and do it. And and um, he's just like straight up with you. Like he doesn't try to hide. If you're, I mean, he's not mean, but if you do something bad, he's gonna point it out and tell you to mm-hmm. fix it. So mm-hmm. I just like how up front how confident, he is, the honesty yeah, up, is. Yeah, up front. Um, mine was one time I was playing Gunnersville, and the girl was cheating me so bad, like <laughs> it was awful. She didn't even, even go make excuses. She no, said she cheating. Yeah, it was bad. So like I called line judge and everything, and he was just telling me like play your game, don't worry about her, just mm-hmm. just play your game, don't worry about anything else. Yeah. Wow. So now we go to the next portion of our show where I ask you. <laughs> Ainsley, she's already told an embarrassing moment a few weeks ago, but God gave her another one. So uh, <laughs> she's going to, just for the show. Thank you for that, Ainsley. Mm-hmm. And so we want to know your most embarrassing moment recently. Oh, boy. Okay, so, so the other day, we, them two went to, we went to Sonic. That's just the hangout place, I guess. No, we just go to right. Sonic and hang out. In Albertville. Well, we started out in Albertville. This is what happened. Uh oh. One of our friends, what had happened was yeah. okay, anyway. one of our friends said that she didn't want to drive all that way because it was like 30 minutes to Iberville. So I was looking for my friend, Kayla, that was already at Sonic. And I thought I had pulled up right beside her. Like She got a new car, and I thought she was just in her old car. So yeah. I pulled up right beside her, and I get out of the car, and I was like, Kayla, I'm just going to drive. And it wasn't Kayla. I was like... Okay, you're not Caleb. So you got in the car with her? <laughs> almost. I was like, no, beating on the. Uh, I'm on the door. What are you doing? <laughs> well, hello. How are you? Yeah. Yeah. I just almost started talking to her. I was like, you're not Kayla. Huh. <laughs> she had her window down and everything. I was like, oh my gosh. She just freaked out. She's just trying to eat her coney in there, man. Yeah. <laughs> she just needed a quiet. All place I wanted to eat. was a cherry lime. Here comes this car messing up my moment. Girl trying to steal my car. I don't know what's going on. Brock, talk to me, man. I, I see this one cracks me up. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, give me the full event. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, so this wasn't recent, but this was. I'm gonna say this was when I was about ten years old, and we used to have a bunch of of a bunch of family over during Fourth of July right. at my grandparents. Because uh, they have a pool and they have a big farm, and um, so we were over there, and it was after we had eaten. My grandfather makes uh, hot dogs and hamburgers, so we had eaten, and we went to the pool, and like everybody was at the pavilion on the pool, and then all the kids were in the pool, and my uncle was in the pool too, and he was like picking up the kids and throwing them from the shallow into the deep end, like every uncle does. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and. Uh, Everybody was going, and I was the last in line, and I was like, I can't wait to go. And so I got up there, and he, like, he like started to throw me. And when I went up in the air, it was, like, slow motion, because, like, whenever you're in, like, a <laughs> bad in a bad situation, it just you just can see <laughs> everything. It just slows down. Yeah, and I was in the middle of the air, and I felt my swimming trunks drop down to my ankles. And I looked mm. over, like, at the pavilion. I was still in the air at this time, and I looked over. And all of the people were just, like, had their mouths open. Some of them were laughing. And I went in the water. <laughs> I went in the water, and I literally swam down to the bottom of the water and, like, let go Hold of all my breath. Up. Yeah. yeah, but I didn't, like, I mean, I let go of all my breath because that's how you stay underwater <laughs> and if you don't want to float. Anyway, 
I just stayed there Tell for as long as I could. Tell me you weren't trying to die in that moment. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> well, this has been a good life, but there's no going back now. <laughs> and I got up, and my mom was like, come here, I'll tighten your pants. And I was like, I'm not getting out of this water. <laughs> I ain't getting out of here. <laughs> like I waited ever. until everybody left, and then I got out. Man. Yeah. yeah. It was bad. So my parents were actually on a cruise in Mexico in February. And they went and did the dolphin experience. Oh, what is the dolphin experience? This is where you get to swim with dolphins. Oh. Okay. Here's the problem. The dude before them, the dolphin, he was out of his pants. So he's like swimming around. His swim shorts came off and this dolphin's pushing him. Like, he's pulling him. Wait. And everybody and their mother who's, seeing who's this guy. Whose shorts came off? Nobody the, I know. But the dolphin? No. The guy. Oh, the, guy. the instructor. No. Not the instructor. Just this random just guy. advanced dolphin. And the dolphin, the dolphin is pulling the guy around the circle. So, Do you hear Brad? He just like his voice just changed back there. What's going on? <laughs> well, I have a... It just, it just reminded me of what poor Brock went through. So. Oh. Breathe. <laughs> K-, K Moon back there just patting him on the back. Like, it's it's going to be all right. Like, <laughs> I, I had a weird pool experience while I was in Vienna. Hopefully, not like that one. No. Dolphin like, carrying your naked butt around. Like, anyway, like, I'd, I'd been here for like a week. Yeah. Okay. And like, like, one of the things on my schedule that day was go meet the, the youth group after church on Sunday. And they're going to go to like the local like pool. You yeah. know, there in uh, Vienna, and yeah. I was like, okay. And yeah. I'm I'm not comfortable outside. Like, I'm not one of these people that just don't wear shirts. Yeah, I'm not comfortable with that. Yeah, um, me either. So, like, and especially in front of people, like you I don't, don't know. know. Yeah. So anyway, I go in to this place. It's like a complex that has a pool, and it's right on the river there in, in Vienna. So it's like. There was also because it's Europe. There was like a nudist section. They were oh they were definitely like, "Do not wow. go over there behind that wall, or you'll get an eyeful." And I was like, "Yes, sir." <laughs> um, well, you went behind the wall, didn't you? I am. I'm wearing the most American swimming trunks you can. A giant American flag, like because I was. You didn't stand out or anything. Yeah, I wanted everyone to know where I was from. Uh, anyway. I'm wearing a shirt on top, and I was about to go get in the pool, and some of the the Viennese friends of mine were like, "Wait, where are you, where are you going? What are you doing?" I was like, "I'm about to go swim." They're like, "You'll have to take your shirt off." And I'm like, "No, I'm not doing that." And they're like, "Well, then you can't swim." And I was like, "I'm just not comfortable." He's like, "No, no, no, it has nothing to do with us." He said, "It's it's like the rules, like you can't swim here with a shirt on." And I was like, "Is this like a European thing? They just want everyone to be naked? Like what is this?" <laughs> and he was like, "No." He said, I know it sounds dumb, but it's this thing in... They think that if you swim to the bottom... If you swim in the pool and get close to the bottom with the shirt on, the It'll suction... suck you to it. Yeah. <laughs> will keep you... At the bottom. At the bottom, and you'll drown. And I was there's just like... There's logic in that. No, there's not, because everyone's still wearing swimming trunks, and no one's drowning, but and a shirt, <laughs> a shirt will obviously kill you. So I had to awkwardly take my shirt off and walk around with people I'd never met before. That's right. So, in such as life, I hey, wanted guys, to die, but I didn't. At least you didn't know them. At least they weren't like your friends. That's right. Uh, but like then, this guy. But then right. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to spend the next two or three months with them, and I'm just like, every time they oh. came up to me, I was like, hey, there's the shirtless guy. <laughs> That's not. Nice. That's nice. weird. Anyway, so we're so glad that y'all are here. We're going to go to a song right now. Guys, thank you for participating in this. Thank you for telling us your embarrassing moments. <laughs> 
But you know uh, what's never embarrassing is when I'm caught with Marcos. Never. Um, never Whether my shirt's on or off, uh, Marcos <laughs> tastes the same. Uh, their pizza, sides, salads, subs, desserts, and beverages are impeccable. Incomparable. Yes. Like, no, nothing compares to Marcos Pizza. It's the only pizza, the only food I know of where you don't have to, other than Chick-fil-A, you don't have to bless this because <laughs> yes, it's you already, you've already been blessed with it. <laughs> and if you would like to be blessed with Marcos Pizza, <laughs> uh, they are located at 7360 Highway 431, Suite 11 in Albertville, Alabama, in the shops uh, of Albertville. Their phone number is 256-660-5666. They are also on Marcos.com. And they deliver all the way to the River Bridge in Gunnersville in the South Sardis line. And if you mention the Varsity sent you, you won't be disappointed. No, you won't. All right, so uh, we are back here on the Varsity. Uh, and before our next athlete interview, uh, we're going to announce the results of the first round of the bracket. Uh, and the next round is actually already live on Facebook. You have till 4 o'clock to go vote. Um, right now... Uh, we have the Mighty Ducks up against the Blind Side. Right now, the Blind Side's winning on Facebook. Uh, we have Remember the Titans up against Woodlawn. Uh, Remember the Titans is uh, pretty far up there. We have a pretty even even race between the Sandlot and Field of Dreams right oh, now. It's pulling ahead a little bit. Yeah, it, the Sandlot's starting to pull ahead. And then the closest race is the Rocky Series versus Facing the Giants. Dude, Facing the Giants so, is pummeling these so, dudes. So go vote. And uh, so you can do that on Varsity Radio Show on Facebook. And that ends at 4 o'clock, and then we'll move on to the final four. So It's the Varsity Athlete Interview. All right. And we're back here with our good friend, Taylor. How you doing, Taylor? I'm good. How are y'all? We are fantastic, man. We're just excited that we get to interview you. And so uh, you are also on the tennis team, Taylor Walls. You're also a junior. Uh, what does it mean to be the number two seed in tennis? Okay, so you have like you have all the people on the team, and right. then when you play another team, you have your one through six. Yeah. And then your one will play their one, and your two will play their two. So the two is kind of like the second best person, I guess you would say. Awesome, awesome. Who's one? Mason Howard. Mason Howard. All right. And you have won county championship in your seed the last two years. Made it to the state your freshman year. That's pretty big. So how long have you been doing tennis? Since my eighth grade year. Awesome. Since my third year. When well, how great was it to make it to state? It was pretty cool. Uh, my years before that would be the eleventh year in a row they made it. Wow, so. wow, fantastic that they made it to state. A perennial contender. Way to go. Yeah. So. So what did it? What? How did it feel to be? On a team that already had a pretty established legacy as as a perennial contender, was there any pressure to perform? And like, how, how did how did that feel walking into something like that? Um, I, there was some pressure, but mostly because the dude that played, his brother and sister, had already played at another level, and he's in college right now at a university playing. So it's basically like he's the goat, and then we're just here. Oh. Man. <laughs> Now, hold on a second. You got this year and next year to be the GOAT, right? We do. Come on, man. I mean, that's <laughs> true. So, how's this year been going for you? Um, We're pretty good. We lost to Abertville and Gunnersville, and then we've won everyone else. Well, we got Boaz this Thursday at home. Okay. So And I, then 
County and section. How do you feel about that upcoming matchup with Boaz? I think we got it in the bag. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. We got it in the bag. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh. Stir it up. Stir but, it up. in the pot. Is Boaz, some- Boaz is not bad. I play a lot of tennis in the summer with their players, so, I mean, I'm friends with them, but I still talk some right. smack. So, is there... So there's some there's some animosity here. There's there well maybe not animosity, but there's definitely some uh I don't know what you'd call that. Animalosity. Animalosity. <laughs> wow. Move on moving okay. along. Moving on. You played the piano. I do. How long have you done that? I think this December will be five years. Five wow. years. Awesome. Do you enjoy that? I do. You do. That's your thing. Do you play it anywhere other than home? I play from from my church occasionally when our piano players absent awesome so so you're the number two seed piano player at your church <laughs> that's, that's right. one way to look. awesome <laughs> what's your favorite song to play on the piano i like hallelujah by pentatonics okay there we go nice fantastic so uh we asked these guys if you could spend the day with any professional tennis player who would it be what would you ask what would you want to learn um definitely roger fetter all right nice um would you ask him for a Rolex? Why not? <laughs> All he can say is no, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Anyway. I guess because he's from Switzerland. I don't know why. But not really. I'm probably going to offend someone when I say this. But not a lot of good tennis players come from Switzerland. Just, I don't know. Most of them are like from all the way around. But he's, I don't know, he's kind of been my one dude since way back when so you'd be surprised how many people actually listen to the show from switzerland so dude you're gonna be getting some hate on social media i'm playing completely (laughs) yeah they're they're gonna put holes in your keys so many so many they're gonna come walk out in the parking lot with it with a swiss army knife like don't what just got real up their chocolate their cheese their knives and their mountains (laughs) wow and neutrality that's those are the those are the traits of switzerland (laughs) so let me ask you this: You, uh, what has been the greatest thing about you being on the tennis team? That's a hard question to answer. The well, greatest, like my f- thing, I like the thing. most about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess playing with people because I mean I've made a lot of friends over the years, and then it just kind of I don't know gives you something to do. Yeah. Did you make any enemies? Oh yeah. For sure. <laughs> yes. He smack talks. Didn't you hear that? I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. So with the smack talking, so you tennis, hunting, fishing, going to church, and riding horses. Which is your favorite in that? I guess playing tennis, probably. All I right. Go and, I go to church, but my guess hobby would be playing tennis. Your favorite hobby, yeah. yeah. So have you ever played tennis while riding a horse? Negative. Come on, somebody. Do you want to that play Taylor. tennis riding I mean, a horse? I think it would be cool to do, but I don't think they would do good on concrete. Taylor, you I mean, need to make would, that happen. Like, I know that would be a cool sport. It would. Why not? Why not create that? I feel like Pete is going to get involved here. Yeah. They do, usually. Anyway. Uh, so Sticking their nose where it doesn't belong. <laughs> so you're going to state this year? Oh, yeah. That was kind of a smack talk I put in there. Yeah? <laughs> we don't yeah. know for sure yet, but that's kind of like a predetermined thing we set in our minds. We're where, like, do, we're going. Right. where does in state happen? In his mind, happen? they're going to state. Mobile. Mobile. That is a long way from here. It is. It's a, it's a, it's a drive. It's just a drive. It's a five-hour drive. Mobile, it's Alabama. Mobile. Uh, anyway, so you're going to Mobile. Uh, anyway, I'm Mobile. Uh, and uh, we hope that you uh, do so good. But what? tell me something that your uh, coaches taught you this year 
something that you've learned and has really stood out to you? Maybe this year or the last few. Something that stood out is probably um, playing with, like, you have singles and doubles in tennis, and I guess playing with your partner. And people think that tennis is more of like a singular sport, like I do my thing and you do yours. But uh, doubles, our one doubles have kind of struggled a little bit this year, especially on the boys' side. But um, I guess playing with each other and helping each other out has really paid off in the long run or will pay off in the long run. Yeah, that sounds good. So let's get to uh, what everybody wants to hear. We want to hear about your most embarrassing (laughs) moment. And so when did this happen? This was probably... I guess two years ago. Two years ago. So this is recent. Yes. Like Ainsley's occurrence that happened in the last few weeks. So go ahead and tell us about that. Tell us what happened. So we went, We usually have like a family trip we go to each year. And this one year we went to the beach in Gulf Shores. And anybody that's familiar with Gulf Shores, they have this water park called Waterville. Yes. And they have this ride called the Flow Rider. And it's kind of like a wave. It replicates like a wave on the beach. Yeah. And I'm terrible at the wave on the beach, so i got to go there and do it. But <laughs> after hours, they have like a single thing where it's just the amusement park open that stays open till 8, and you can go to the flow rider too. It's the only water ride that's open past like 4 o'clock or so. Yeah. So there's like 30 people there in total just standing there um, watching this flow rider thing, and there's like crazy people up there doing tricks, standing up and stuff. And I was going to try this signature move where you like roll over, throw your board out, and catch it when you're already rolled over. And I guess I forgot to tie my shorts or something, but as soon as I rolled over, the wave caught my shorts and slung them like 30 feet back behind me. And I just lay there on the ground and just covered myself completely, you know, butt naked. And then wow. <laughs> everyone is just staring at me. So and this yeah. is two years ago. Yes. Wow. Man, y'all need to buy some belts or better strings or something. Like, everybody in this room is... Even you, Ainsley, that was yours last time. <laughs> Jumping or hoping. Anyway, I... We should really invest in those strings that hold things up, right? They're so easy to come out to. Like, they're terrible. I, I know. So, what a terribly embarrassing moment. Uh, so, let me ask you this, and we're going to move on. But tell me, Taylor... You're, this is your junior year. Your senior year is coming up. What do you want to accomplish in tennis before you leave Douglas High School? What's, I wanna, your, what's your end goal? I want to set an example, like, to leave it behind us, saying, like, this team here was what. Like, when we're going, I want the coach to be like, I want y'all, the future team, to be like, I want y'all to be as good as this team was and to be as good as, as act like a family like this team was. So I guess leaving a good a role model behind to the younger generations coming up would be an end goal for us. That's fantastic. I've enjoyed interviewing this team. Hey, we're going to go to some music, and we will be back with Freestyle. But before we do, we want to tell you about somebody who's the number one seed in everything that we know that is pizza. Marco's Pizza, Salads, Desserts, Subs, Sods, Beverages, 7360. Pizza. Yeah, and Pizza, Highway 431, Sweet 11, Albertville, Alabama, and the shops of Albertville. So sweet 11. 256-660-5666 or marcos.com. The voting is still going on in our movie sport movie bracket. Movie sport yeah, movie. we've got our final four uh, facing the Giants versus the Sandlot. 
Remember the Titans versus the Blind Side. So you can go vote on that until 4.20 p.m. Come on, guys. 4.20 p.m. I'm, I'm so, not telling you how to vote, but I'm just saying the Sandlot. <laughs> facing the Giants must beat the Sandlot. This Please, is becoming no. personal. That would be hilarious. Facing the Giants is a horribly inferior movie. I the Sandlot's awesome, but the fa- there's nothing... My favorite movie in general is Facing the Giants. <laughs> it's it's That's my favorite movie. Alright. Okay. Anyway, so we're going to go to trivia so you can call in and you can win some tickets to Boaz Anon Cinema. Brett? Alright. Which... Alright, so this is the first question. So you're going to call in and answer two more questions upon answering the the first one correct and then you're gonna win two Boaz 9 tickets so the first question which crime fighting cartoon dog has the initials SD on his collar SD cartoon monster fighting dog wanna be on the radio call us now at 256-505-0885 alright you are on the varsity radio show who am I talking to uh, Brock Biddle. <laughs> oh, Brock Biddle has called from the back of the studio. <laughs> where, where, are you, where are you listening from, Brock? Am I doing what? Where are you listening from? Uh, uh, I think, I think Whoa, watch the language, sir. <laughs> this is a first. <laughs> We've never had an athlete call in from the studio. This is this is new territory, odd. guys. Okay. I'm, glad, I'm glad to make anything happen. Just, I just mean, for the record, should we send him to the closet, sir? Because we can hear him twice. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's scary out there. Uh, anyway, so I have not <laughs> said the answer out loud. No. So we so promise. Nobody, we don't have the answers laying here. So he may know the answer, but I have we not given him the heart. answer. Yes. Um, I think I know it. I think I know it. Go for okay. it. Okay. What was the question? <laughs> All right. So <laughs> which, you don't even know the question. How are you about to know the which, answer, son? <laughs> <laughs> Which monster fighting cartoon dog wears SD on his collar? Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo is correct. I heard that twice. Yeah, like, I know. This is I think we should put him in the closet. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. uh, all right. So, on a standard piece of die, dice, standard mm-hmm. dice? Is die. Die. Standard die. How many dots is on the face that's worth the most amount? Six. Six is correct. And then your last question. How many commandments did Jesus give Moses at once on Mount Sinai? Ten. Ten. Ten is correct. There you go. You're the winner of two tickets to the Boaz 9 Cinema. That just got weird for a minute. I'm just going to be real with you. I was, so I was hearing his voice like just in the room and then through my headphones from, yeah. from yeah. the mic and then th- from my headphones through the It's phones. Inception. It was it was strange. On the phone, it's the same one. Congratulations, Ben! You've won two tickets. Thanks for calling in. All right, so from the back of the studio, if you'll stay on the phone, Stephen will tell you how to your tickets. So if you'll if you if you guys that are listening will go vote on our Facebook poll. We'll finish up the show by announcing what is the best sports movie out of if the sixteen that we have. If you vote the Sandlot, you won't be disappointed. If you vote facing the Giants, it may win. Uh-huh. So do that. We're back on the Varsity Radio Show. The voting to see who's in the final four is uh, complete. Wait, is will be continuing. Sorry, hold on. Restart. There we go with new music. Sweet. 
Alright, so the vote to see who's in the Final Four is completed. It's facing the Giants versus the Sandlot. Remember the Titans in the blind side. We're going to let the um, poll continue for next week. Uh, so when the tournament's wrapping up the next weekend, we're going we're gonna to do our uh, final results for the Final Four and then crown our champion. Uh, so these polls are up for the next six days. They will end... Uh, we're going to end them at 3.30 on Tuesday. So 3.30 on Tuesday, whoever's winning uh, will be in the championship, and then we'll have a hotly uh, debated time where we decide what is the best sports movie Yeah, that's out there versus on the 16 that we picked. So this week, go vote. Unofficial, the Varsity Radio Show. Go like us there. Vote for your favorite sports movies, uh, either Facing the Giants in the Sandlot and either Remember the Titans in the Blind Side. Share it. Make a big deal about it, because this is a huge deal. These are four powerhouse sports movies right here. Now, there's so. something else we should make a big deal about, and that's Marco's. Marco's Pizza is a big deal. It doesn't need us to make it that way. This is true. But, I'll give you that. But we're going to make it a bigger deal right now. Yeah, we're going to make a bigger deal out of there's pizza, salads, sides, subs, beverages, and desserts. Uh, if you would like to enjoy any of these things, uh, they're available at 7360 Highway 431, Suite 11 in Albertville, Alabama, located in the shoppies of Albertville. Their phone number is 256-660-5666, and their website is marcos.com. They deliver all the way to the River Bridge in Gunnersville and to the South Sardis Line. And if you mention the Varsity sent you, you won't be disappointed. So this buzzer means that it's time for us to tell you where you can find us on the Varsity uh, when it's not Tuesday at 2.30. All right, so Kayla's going to tell you about our Instagram page. Um, Facebook. But good Facebook, try. yes. Go ahead. <laughs> um, catch the live stream on Facebook at Unofficial The Varsity Radio Show. So you can stay updated there. And then Ainsley's got our Instagram page. Um, you can stay updated on our Instagram with upcoming events and the athletes at Varsity underscore radio underscore show and our twitter page is at varsity radio 885 so go like us and follow us there and then on itunes and google play podcasts the varsity radio show subscribe to us all of our shows are up they're posted the wednesday after the tuesday that the show happens and it's been a great show today so don't forget to go vote (laughs) on our facebook poll (laughs) so our facebook poll is up we've got two of them it's the final four of our sports movies it's between facing the giants the sandlot and <laughs> the boy, you should tell them what they're hearing in the background. <laughs> oh my goodness! We all feel like our opposite gender. <laughs> the blind side remember the Titans. So the, the blind, blind side, side remember the Titans and facing the Giants versus the Sandlot. So go vote there. That'll close at three thirty. <laughs> A week from today, as the Hamburglar's throwing darts in the background. Aggressively. Yeah. Aggressively. Aggressively. Like Um, pitching darts. (laughs) (laughs) I'm afraid that my head, like, on his, like, wind-up is going to get... I know, right? (laughs) Hey, guys, we want you to come back and join us next Tuesday, 2.30 to 4.30. We will have the Arab Knots in the studio. Uh, But as for today... Go Douglas Eagles. Hey, we'll see you back on 88.5 JFM next week. (laughs) You stay classy and don't you go changing. (laughs) 